today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The big question that football fans are asking in this country is, will there be a CFL season? Uh, you know, Ticats fans, Rough Riders fans, if you're fans of the Argos or the Lions or the Alouettes or the Riders or the Edmonton football team, the Stamps, the Red Blacks, you are, you have a hunger, you have a thirst, you want three down football to reconvene this year. What are the chances? Well, we're going to ask the guy who uh, I think has maybe some of the answers because they're still figuring things out here in 2021, and that is CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi, and he joins us now. Randy, good morning. How are you? Uh, good, Rick. Good morning. Hey, Rick, uh, it's great to be with you. I'm just going to give you a little fair warning. My youngest daughter is puppy raising a chocolate lab, uh, an autism support dog. Wow. And uh, occasionally he likes to have a word in these interviews as well. So if he joins us with a with an occasional bark, then you and your listeners will know uh, who's uh, who's speaking. That's fine. We will appreciate his input. Um, <laughs> you recently promised that football will be played this year. Fans uh, across this uh, great country are asking, will it happen? What's the likelihood that a season in 2021 uh, starts and ends as it should? Well, Rick, I, I'm personally, I'm very confident that we're gonna that we're gonna get back on the field this year. Look, it's. It's obviously been a very difficult, uh, you know, right, right around now, just about 12 months, uh, the entire world went into this uh, tailspin caused by the COVID uh, crisis. But we've been working really hard, you know, nine, nine teams, nine governors, nine team presidents, all, you know, doing everything they can. We're, we're talking with the Player Association, uh, you know, how to make all of this work. Rick, you know, the, the word... Uh, I guarantee is difficult, but I I feel very, very good today that uh, we're on track to play football this year. I I guess one of the questions that many people have is, you know, how is it going to be done? And I think uh, maybe uh, first off the mark is, do you absolutely need government funding, whether it's a repayable loan or or however that is going to work out financially? Or, or, you know, does the league need a partnership with the government to make this season happen? Well, Rick, the... The uh, the answer is we're having conversations in a lot of different areas, uh, all designed to help us set up the um, you know the right environment to play. You know some of the some of the answer lies in what happens with the with the vaccine rollout and how quickly does that happen? Because we all know that the the sooner that we get uh, vaccinated, the more likely it is that the provincial health authorities will let. Uh, you know, we'll let fans into our stands. So, you know, we're we're talking to parties across all fronts right now, uh, all all stakeholder groups. And Rick, we're just committed to finding a way to get it done. So, I don't want this. I don't want this year's decision to hinge on any one thing so that's why we're looking at everything there are yeah certainly uh, probably more than a dozen factors at play here if if there's no fans in the stands and there's no government funding can it work financially well it's it's certainly very difficult if you can't have uh, fans in the stands and you know that raises the question is that uh, are we talking about uh, two or three weeks of games without fans or are we talking the entire season and that's why rick we're we're looking at this uh and you know i think you may have actually you know introduced this uh, during your during your opening it's all about contingency planning right so we're looking at every possible scenario 
We're figuring out how do we make it work. We're talking to key stakeholder groups about what they can do to help us. Uh, you know, we're talking to the players about a return-to-play strategy from health and safety. We're talking to the players about how we work together. And so all I know is that we're not going to let any one single issue stand in our way. We want to we plan for every possibility. And just, again, the commitment is to do everything possible to make sure that we have a great and full CFL season. Uh, a lot obviously has to happen before the ball is kicked off here in 2021, and you just mentioned one of those aspects, the return to play protocol. The league and the Players Association hammering out some of those details. What's the update on that front? Yeah, it's been really good. You know, it, it, this, is, uh, this is an area that I think we would say uh, there's been a tremendous uh, cooperative spirit between, you know, between the players and the, and the league. You know, looking at all of the issues, obviously, uh, the, you know, there's so much common ground here. Uh, number one is you know, how do you keep everybody safe and healthy, right? Nobody wants, uh, nobody wants anyone to get sick. So, you know, again, tremendous positive uh, discussion between the league and the players, and we've had some, uh, you know, real uh, positive input from, you know, healthcare experts who are guiding us and uh, the process to get to a plan that everyone supports, that we're all fully behind. So that has been an especially strong part of this, uh, of this winter's work. We're chatting about the likelihood of a 2020 CFL season here on the Bill Kelly Show on 980 CFPL London, 900 CHML Hamilton. Rick Samprin in for Bill, and our guest is CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. I know there was some talk about a bubble format in Winnipeg at some point last year. Uh, the plan, as I see it right now, is that teams are going to be playing in their own stadiums, and there's not going to be a bubble format in one city. Uh, that would mean that the league will need approvals from various governments. When do you hope to get those? Yeah, so that's been part of the discussion and the advice that we're getting from our experts is you, you want to go like it's, you know, I guess it's uh, that old expression, Rick, you get one chance to make a great first impression. So the idea is to do all the build-up work, uh, have the plan really buttoned down and, uh, and test it and retest it and then take it to the provinces. So all of there's a schedule that's been laid out uh, again ongoing discussions uh daily weekly uh with our teams about how we're going to do this and uh and make sure that uh that we're being very uh, very methodical Rick so yeah there's a you know there's a full plan it's it's uh it's just about ready to go and and to hit prime time and we'll start talking to we'll start talking to the provinces uh in, in uh, the very near future. And, and you know, we, we expect, Rick, because we've done so much good work, that those conversations will be very constructive. Because this isn't the first kick at the can, so to speak. I mean, you guys were in this position last year asking the government for some help. What did you learn from that experience that will help you this time around? Well, you know, I think in part, uh, you know, the conversations we've been having with uh, levels of government, all levels of government, uh, we're just keeping a very low profile. It's very low-key, very, very pragmatic, very, you know, very thought. I think I'm, I'd hope everyone would characterize them as thoughtful. Uh, look, when, when we were there last year, <coughs> excuse me, Rick, we... Um, we were obviously in a, you know, right in these earliest days of the COVID crisis, and you know we were all spinning from the, you know, the the fact that we were all seeing something we had never seen in our lifetimes. Thank goodness, 
and we hope we'll never see again. You know, I think if nothing else, uh, there's a, just a, a certain level of calm to, to the process. Um, we obviously understand better the effects this is having. We're not so much speculating on the effects it's having. We can actually demonstrate very real uh, impacts that it's had. We have a much better handle today on, uh, I'll give you an example, on, on the costs of all the testing protocols. You know, last year we were still trying to figure out how that might work. Now we're talking to, you know, other leagues about what it's cost them for testing and how often are they testing. So the truth is that we are just far better, we're far better educated now. Uh, and as I say, I think the best thing I would say is there's just a certain calmness and thoughtfulness to this process that I think is helping us. In doing that research, re the cost of testing, um, have the have those numbers blown you away? Are you surprised uh, either way? Oh, they blow you away. I mean, it's uh, it, you know each team each team uh, based on our current plan will face a very large number uh, as it relates to costs for you know all of the testing protocols and and all the the basic uh, safety and healthcare protocols. Yeah, but that's. You know, we're doing the work because when we talk with government, we want to have a very clear and very transparent message to send about uh, about what those economic impacts are going to be on us. But uh, yeah, the numbers uh, the number is uh, per team is very large, and uh, but again, we're we're just trying to figure everything out, Rick. And you know, the goal is quite simple: let's get back on the field, let's get our players back on the field, let's get our we're hoping uh, there are fans back in the stands, and let's play some football and uh, and and have fun, as the CFL has brought in entertainment and enjoyment to this country for uh, for decades. My curiosity factor is getting the best of me. When you say large, are we talking a million per team, two, five, more or less? Well, you're in the right neighborhood. Okay. Let's say that uh, when you start with that number, it's look, it's definitely a seven-figure issue uh, per team, and uh, and a little north of there, to be honest. But uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's the it's the reality of this moment in time that uh, in order to, uh, based on what we know today and what we and what we're hearing uh, from governments and the other leagues about what the governments are looking for, yeah, Rick, it's a it's a seven figure plus uh, investment if you're uh, if you want to get back on the field. We're chatting with CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi here on the Bill Kelly Show on 980 CFPL, 900 CHML. Rick, in for Bill. We have a couple more minutes with the Commissioner. And you mentioned contingency plans. Uh, Are you looking at everything really under the sun from a reduced schedule, maybe an additional week before the playoffs if if teams miss games, uh, points percentage? Is all of that on the table? Yeah, you know, Rick, the way we've come at it, it's a great question, by the way, and the way we've come at it is uh, is the notion of maximum flexibility. Right now, we are going to kick off on June the 10th, and we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play great. Have our Great Cup game on November 21st at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. That's the plan. And what we're doing is just thinking about everything through the lens of maximum flexibility. So, the closer we get to June the 10th, the closer we get to the start of training camp dates, uh, we're going to be able to take into account what we're hearing, what governments are telling us, what healthcare authorities are allowing, and then we're going to be ready to adjust and adapt at a moment's notice. And again, the, 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 the concept we've all embraced is maximum flexibility. We need to be able to adjust on the fly. But for today, 
we want to see fans in the stands and CFL players on the field for a, the kickoff of the season on June the 10th. It's been reported that uh, the CFL lost between 60 and $80 million by not playing last year. That's, that's, that's a heck of a lot of money. Um, how are the owners feeling? What kind of input and feedback are you getting from them entering 2021? Well, it was, uh, you know, it was obviously in addition to a tremendous financial hit to the teams last year. Uh, you know, there was a strong emotional hit, uh, Rick, that we can't deny. I, you know, and I know it was felt by our players, and we are, you know, talking to the players, and we know that it had a negative effect on that. It certainly had an effect on our fans. It had an effect on our corporate sponsors uh, and corporate partners as well. Um, but it also had an effect on on our owners, right? They're you know they've they've all made a big investment. We all only have to look at uh, at the caretaker in in Hamilton, Bob Young, to the commitment he's made to the Hamilton community and and all that he's done. I think they you know he had every right to be to be uh, affected or feel affected by this. But you know the the thing I've been so impressed by Rick is just the positive spirit of the group and. They've been very supportive of this planning process, very, very supportive of a focus on the return-to-play strategy for 21. And I, I just give them full marks for, uh, you know, their perseverance and the, and the positive spirit they bring to all of our discussions. So, you know, I think like everyone else, Canadians, Rick, your family, mine, Canadians from, you know, all four corners of Canada have at some point uh, just wished this whole thing would go away. I don't think anyone is immune from that feeling. Uh, but the governors have certainly held up their end, and they have been uh, incredibly supportive. I know you're looking at 2021 through a positive lens, and, and as a commissioner, that's how you got to go about things. But do you allow yourself sometimes to think about the what-ifs? What if it doesn't work? Well, I think it'd be, uh, it'd be disingenuous to you, Rick, and your listeners to suggest that uh, you don't have the odd moment where you cringe at the, at the thought of what if, but you know what? The response to that is you still got to get up in the morning, and you you have to face uh, you know the opportunity that has come with this. So, Rick, one of the things we've done is we've gone and uh, done a full review of our business model and our cost model, and we've made some tremendous improvements in our business operation strategy. So that's a really positive thing. We're talking about our revenue strategy and making sure we're all the teams are supporting each other so that ultimately we can have uh, a strong league. And, and then, frankly, we're talking to groups around the world about what have they done. Look, I'm hearing this from business, uh, business uh, contacts of mine in every industry. Everyone's using this to really think about how do you reset your business for the future? What have you learned as a result of the COVID crisis? How can you make your business stronger? How do you make it bigger? Are there opportunities that maybe weren't obvious before that may emerge now and uh and help to take this game we love to a new to a new level so you know in all things there's a reason to be to feel uh, melancholy but i what i find myself is is just very quickly rebounding and thinking about all the positive things that we can aspire to to do and you know like if i had to choose i i just would choose to 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 operate through that positive lens uh, because frankly, it makes you feel better. And secondly, I think there is a there's a bright future for football in in Canada, 
and it's our duty and responsibility to go find it. Wish we had a bunch more time, but we don't. I will say this, as a fan of the league, I hope it all works out, and we really want to see football back, not only in Hamilton, but across the country. Uh, Commissioner Ambrosi, thank you for the time today, and best of luck going forward. I know there's going to be some heavy lifting in the next few weeks and months. Yeah, thanks, Rick, and best wishes to you and your family and all your listeners and their families. Uh, We're going to get through this together, and, uh, hey, I'll see everyone on November 21st at at Tim Hortons Field for Grey Cup. We're crossing our fingers. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. Bye for now. That is CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi, and uh, he's remaining positive. They're getting their ducks in a row. Fingers crossed that 2021 in the CFL happens. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.